I'm joined by Sophie Kotsis, MP, who's the Shadow Industrial Relations Minister and the Shadow Minister for Workplace Health and Safety. Sophie, thank you so much for being on the PSA podcast today at Short Notice. Really appreciate your time. Yeah, no, thank you. It's fantastic to be here. And, um, and of course, I want to acknowledge all the work that the PSA members do, our public sector, our New South Wales public sector is renowned for their professionalism and the incredible work that they have done during COVID in particular. And I want to thank each and every one of your members who have just been exceptional. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, uh, the reason we wanted to have you on um, the program today is because we're moving into, obviously, a state election. We're six months out from uh, a state election as of this weekend, if the dates uh, don't lie to me. And there are a number of policies that affect the public service in particular. Do you want to explain a little bit about that wages cap and the detriment that that has to a public service worker? And are there any policies in place that the Labor Party will be bringing uh, to perhaps rectify some of those issues uh, should you form government in March 2023? I mean, Jim, you're absolutely right. And you know with your members, if you, you look back when the New South Wales government, the coalition were elected in 2011, Barry O'Farrell introduced this wages cap. Right. And we had said, a small decimated opposition back then said that over the next 10 years, public sector wages and then private sector wages will go backward because limiting to a quantum of 2.5%, you haven't been able to, well, the government has been unwilling to sit down with the PSA to look at ways of uh, looking at the new work, the new way that you're working, the new ways of delivering services and compensating mm. through a, a wage rise above the 2.5 um, and and that is reflective of how you deliver services. So, and what the government's done has sent, we've seen inflation mm-hmm. is hitting the roof. Yep. Um, we've got interest rates, rental rises. You've got key workers, key essential workers that you represent that, can't, that, are, that are doing very important work in Metro Sydney, 10 kilometres around the Sydney CBD, they can't live in Sydney. They're tra- your members are travelling from Wollongong. They're travelling Central Coast. They're travelling, some are even travelling um, from Newcastle to deliver services, you know, to deliver frontline essential work uh, for the people of New South Wales. And they've been hampered over the last 12, nearly 12 years They've been hampered by this 2.5 wages cap. It was always a blunt instrument. And how, you know, there's 400,000 public public service workers. Um, you represent a, va- a vast majority of those in, in the public sector. And the way that they're delivering services has changed to 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. They should be compensated. Yeah. So it's essentially removing the arbitrary government response to wages and putting that decision-making process in the hands or back into the hands of the Industrial Relations Commission, which I believe used to be the case prior to the O'Farrell government introducing these sort of wages policy as a law, right? That That's right. And I think that where – and what Chris is saying is that there has to be um, the benefit of the, the services, the, the benefit of those services and – 
and whatever savings are made go back to the community, go back to the public. And that way you have people who are happy to stay in the public service. Um, that This is one of the biggest issues we have, isn't it? That it's hard to retain staff in right. the public sector. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're hearing stories of um, uh, retention being a massive issue. We're hearing stories of the introduction of uh, temporary uh, employment uh, overtaking uh, contract Pr- proper procedural contract negotiations as uh, people are not brought on in permanent uh, full-time capacity. Yeah, Jim, the New South Wales Public Service, the people that you represent, they're the cream of the crop in in around the world. The 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 intelligence, the professionalism. You don't, you know, you, and I make no apologies for this. You don't just pluck somebody and put them in the New South Wales Public Service. There's a pride. There's an integrity. There is a real pride by the people that deliver services that come up with policies. Some of the policies that your members have come up with, you know, over the many years, the 30, 40 years, over the last 10, 15 years, you know, in different areas, whether it's in child protection, whether it's in correctives, uh, whether it's in national parks, you know, you've got people that you represent who are passionate, who love what they do, and they have um, provided really important policy initiatives that other public services in Europe, in the States, have adopted. This is coming from New South Wales Public Service. So that's why it's, uh, for us, it's showing a genuine recognition and a genuine acknowledgement that our New South Wales Public Service needs to be respected needs to be treated very, very well and treated with that respect. And this is what Chris Mintz has been, um, he's been putting forward that, he's been telling um, everybody that we need to get back to uh, respecting um, and ensuring that the New South Wales Public Service is acknowledged for the work that they do. And what you were saying, Jim, as well, about um, the temporary casualisation um, of the New South Wales Public Service, And what Chris is talking about is we need to have that permanency. We need to have permanency so then we're able to retain the the professionals. So they're not leaving the New South Wales Public Service. They're not going interstate. They're staying in New South Wales. Absolutely. This is very welcome news for our members to hear this policy. It's one of, it's uh, you know, from the campaign's perspective at the Public Service Association, this cap is just wreaking havoc on our membership and it's wreaking havoc on the public service at large. But just moving on from that for one second, how hard do you and your Labor colleagues believe it will be to change government? We are in opposition and we have been in opposition for 11 and a half years. Very long time. And um, your members know we were decimated in 2011. We had to rebuild from scratch. Right. We had to rebuild trust with your members. Yes. We had to be responsive to your members. Yep. We came out uh, to forums and rallies. We've had to demonstrate um, that we are listening and, and Chris is listening. Uh, we are listening. Chris keeps saying this every single day. We take nothing for granted. We are there listening to the people of New South Wales, going out there, doing our jobs, listening to the people, going out into Greater Western Sydney, going out into rural regional New South Wales. I mean, uh, Chris has announced a number of policies over the last couple of days, and I'd like, hopefully, for your members to see 
that what is announced uh, in terms of the paramedics, 500 additional paramedics in rural, regional New South Wales, we listened. Uh, we listened to the people in the bush. There was a, a parliamentary inquiry into rural, regional health. Terrible, terrible uh, case studies, and there were you know devastating um, uh, findings. And from that, we've uh, accepted those recommendations. One of those is being that announcement. Uh, Chris is also with our Shadow Minister for Health made announcement in re with respect to nurses and midwives, 1,200, 1200 additional, 1,200 additional nurses and midwives. This is as part of our safe staffing levels in hospitals. And there will be, of course, more positive policies to come. Uh, our message to the New South Wales Public Service and to your members um, is that we are working very hard uh, to get into government. And of course, um, we, will, we are listening to what they are saying. And we can see that they're, they're very tired with what this government, the last 11 and a half years, the coalition has mistreated them, um, has been, they've had enough. People have had enough of yep. this government. Uh, but it's not easy. No. It's not easy. And we need all the support we can get um, to change the government. So we'll be working very hard over the next six months. Well, it's policies like this that will go a long way for our membership uh, to, to, to gain the trust of our membership. This really is, uh, you know, a thorn in our side and to see that there is a major political party in contention for government willing to put the hard yards in, listening to our issues from the Public Service Association's point of view, putting that into practice as a policy response is a huge is a huge plus for us. So we really thank you for bringing that policy to the forefront. Uh, and we, we will definitely uh, do our bit to make sure that our members are in full knowledge of the fact that this is a policy that you are bringing and that it's nothing but benefits for our membership. So we really appreciate you coming on the show today and explaining that this is what's going to be put forward as a policy agenda. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, we really hope that the next six months go really well for you. Godspeed. Thank you very much for being with us today, Sophie Godspeed. Uh, thank you, Jim. And I want to thank, uh, uh, of course, Stuart and Nicole and, and the team here at the PSA, uh, but also for your members to know very much that um, I'm here with your union, I'm available, I'm listening, and uh, we will be working very, very hard. The Labor team will be working very hard um, between now and the next election, and there will be an, more policies that will be announced, but we are listening to what your union is putting forward. Protect yourself at work. Call the PSA today on 1300 772 679 or head to psa.asn.au.